Good evening. After these many weeks, it's good to be back with you. And uh, Lord willing, uh, Facebook will work. Things will be as they are supposed to be. Uh, I hope that you are recovering from Thanksgiving. I hope that you have been able to really uh, just enjoy your time with family and friends. And uh, I just pray that you are beginning to uh, turn your eyes to Christmas and all that goes on during the uh, Christmas season. And uh, as I shared with you, that there's a little book uh, called Why the Nativity uh, by David Jeremiah. Uh, it is um, not something I own the rights to or that I um, get a kickback from, but I think it is a wonderful book about Christmas and how we can really turn our focus to what Christmas means. And because of that, there are a couple of things I, I hope that you will um, enjoy, that you'll be able to be a part of. Uh, and that is, one, that this little book, I believe, helps us uh, as believers to really refocus and to really consider what Christmas means. Second of all, I think it helps us restore our confidence in a world that mocks Christianity, that mocks our faith, that we know uh, what we believe and we can defend it. But third, I think that very same thing helps us in regards to knowing how to share our faith with our loved ones. Because if you're like me, uh, you have family members, you have friends that are lost, that need the Lord. And by being able to know my faith and share my faith, uh, I can witness to them. And so those are the three real goals. And so each night uh, I'll be sharing from you one of these uh, devotions. And sometimes we might do two. Uh, that way we can be up to date, and as Christmas approaches, you will have went through this little book. And so it's 25 questions that you and I really need to think about in regards to our faith and what we actually believe about Christmas. And I'm trying to get all of this uh, stuff done here on my uh, uh, computer to make all of this work because Facebook doesn't cooperate very well with me. But uh, as you um, probably are thinking, uh, I want to talk to you about the prophecies of Christmas and why it matters that hundreds of years before Jesus was ever born, that the Old Testament had 300, at least, 
verses about Jesus being born and the specifics of when he would be born, where he would be born, um, what would be accomplished through his birth, etc. And so I think that's really important because it shows us that our faith is not just built upon superstition or on someone's feelings, but on facts. And tonight I want to share six of those with you um, about the prophecies of Jesus. And as you think about this holiday season and this Christmas time especially, you can know, not hope or wonder, but but know what the Bible says about Jesus. In Isaiah chapter 7, uh, verse 14, the Bible tells us that Jesus would be born of a virgin. If you've read the New Testament, we see that Mary gave birth to Jesus as a virgin. And you say, what does that matter? Well, it matters because literally the writers of the New Testament died for this belief that Jesus was born of a virgin, that he lived a perfect life, and that he died on the cross, and that he was buried, and that he rose again. These men witnessed the death, burial, and resurrection. They knew who he was, and they knew it so much that they were willing to die for what they saw. Second prophecy from the Old Testament is the book of Micah, talking about that Bethlehem would be the home, the birthplace of the Messiah. In Micah chapter 5, verse 2, you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel will come from you, one whose origins are from a distant past. And we know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And because of that, we then begin to understand that the Bible is true, that Jesus is who he said he was, that Jesus is who he said he is. And so when I sit down with my family and friends, if you were to have one Old Testament prophecy that would have been fulfilled, that would have been remarkable. But hundreds upon hundreds of them is only able to be described as a miracle. And if God can do a miraculous work then, he can do one now in my life and my family members who need Jesus and those prodigal children and grandchildren that you might have. Isaiah, again, written 800 years before Jesus would ever be born, wrote that he would be despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deep grief, Isaiah 53, 3. And so he wrote, Jesus was going to be rejected. Now, can you imagine that? The Old Testament Jew, this was what they were looking for more than anything. But yet Isaiah says, even though that's what they think they want and what they say they're going to accept, they're not. And we, as New Testament Christians, read that and think, well, that's easy to figure out. But it wasn't for them. It's kind of like, you having cancer, the cancer doctor coming in and saying, I have the treatment you need. I can make you well. 
I can cure you. And you say, no, I don't think I want that. I think I want to stay in the condition that I'm at. That's not normal. No one would ever predict that. But yet Isaiah says that's exactly what the people are going to do. And if you remember when Jesus was getting ready to be sentenced, um, they literally asked them, do you want us to release Jesus, your king, or Barabbas, the murderer, the thief, the insurrectionist? And the people said, give us Barabbas. Psalm chapter 22 talks about crucifixion. Crucifixion had never been used to kill someone in Isaiah's day, or in the writer of the Psalms day, excuse me. But yet God gave them just a little bit of a taste of this future style of execution that Jesus would have to go through. Another one would be that Isaiah 53 writes, he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we would be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Isaiah says his hands are going to be nail scarred. His side is going to be pierced. He's going to be beaten. And if we read the New Testament, we see that all of those things came true. And the last one, and probably as David Jeremiah says, the most amazing was why would he come? If Jesus, who is fully God, has known everything since time began, knew that he would be rejected, knew that he would be beaten, knew that he would hang on a cross, knew that he would have to grow up with the stigma, the stigma of everyone thinking his mother had slept around on his father. The book of Isaiah says this, you will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Isaiah says, Jesus is not just coming for this group of people. He is coming so that people all over the world of every color, of every nation, of every background can be saved, can have eternal life. And so when you begin to think about this and the relationship you have with Jesus, I hope that you will look at your family as and friends who yet are not saved and realize, you know what? Jesus is a light for all people. And I'm going to share that message. I'm going to share that faith. I'm going to share what he has done for me and the evidence of it. And I just hope that you will be saved. That means, friends, that family member you've given up on, that family member that you don't think is worth it, that person that you work with that you can't stand, he became a light to the Gentiles. And if Jesus loved them enough to die for them, you and I should love them enough to reach out to them. And so as always, I pray that as we go through this Christmas study, if you would like to get this book, you can get one off the internet for a dollar and 50 cents. Uh, uh, we have some here going to be at the church. If you'd like one, we can uh, give you one for free, I'm sure. But it's a wonderful little book about the importance of Christmas and what Jesus means to us. And so, Lord willing, that Facebook cooperates. Uh, I look forward to being with you uh, the month of December as we really look at why Christmas really is about Christ. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow night.